I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse, and you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. Let's do this. Why would I be on LinkedIn? I'm an artist. This is so weird. Like, I, I found that people are so receptive to that, especially because on LinkedIn, you don't see a lot of, like, the feel-good and, like, unexpected stuff that usually is hanging out all on Instagram. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation, episode 62. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We would love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're chatting about whether or not you should create content for LinkedIn, which has typically been thought of as more of a, a corporate platform, but please do not tune out. We promise mm-hmm. you we have some good information for you. But before we go any further, where what are you drinking today, Jesse? So I'm going with a Moscow Mule. It's one of my favorites. I just, I love, you know, I used to not like ginger and now I'm like obsessed with ginger. I, so it, you know, the ginger beer that we use for it. But then remember, yeah. I also had the, um, the seltzers, the ginger lime seltzers that you introduced me mm-hmm. to. And yeah. so Yep. Just going with a little bit of that today. I do love a Moscow meal. It's funny. So um, when I was pregnant with Ariel, obviously I wasn't drinking Moscow mules, but I was very, I was always sick and like ginger ale, mm-hmm. ginger, ginger candies, like yeah. ginger anything. Um, it was like, I was like eating lots of ginger or drinking lots of ginger. And then it was peanut butter crackers. That's what I lived off of for like the first five or six months. Of Sounds fantastic. Oh yeah. It was so for a while I didn't have any, like, I didn't have any want to have anything ginger after I had her. I was just like, I'm done with ginger for a while. It's it actually, I've just started drinking. Ginger oh, ale. that's so funny. And she's like two and nine. She's almost two and years and 10 months mm. old now. And it's like, it just was really, and as I said, I love a good ginger, a, a good Moscow mule. We have, do you drink them in the cups? Like yes. a real well, um, ours is ours aren't like full copper. They're like copper plated, but it still keeps it cold. Oh well, I don't think. I mean, I don't. Think It'd be really. I, buys the really I don't know if you could probably even get. I mean, you could, but they'd be a lot of money. A lot so. more expensive. I got yeah. mine at like TJ Maxx or Home yeah. for like ten bucks for yeah. two, for two of them. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it does the job actually. So I think it's fine. Like. It's, it's it keeps it you're right it keeps yeah. it cold yeah. and it's delicious so it i think i'm gonna have to have some of that tonight mm, go for well, it all right well now that we have had that important business out of the way let's get into our discussion with our guest volta Velotion smith all right we have volta Velotion smith with us today she celebrates food with art and animation She is the author of Watercolor Snacks, an instructional book on how to paint various foods with watercolors. And she also hosts watercolor workshops and has created brand activations for corporate clients like the Dallas Mavericks, Home Depot, Michaels, BuzzFeed, and others. Today, she's going to talk to us about leveraging LinkedIn for your content creation and give us some insights for creating content for that platform. Volta, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jesse and Kate. I'm so happy to be here. We're so happy to have you. Yeah. So first off, this is cocktails and content creation. So we must start off with what are you drinking? 
All right. Uh, I love this question. So actually right now I am having some coffee because it's a little early um, for any cocktails, but later on tonight, um, I will be drinking a cocktail that my husband created and it's in honor of women's month and women's history month and day. And it's called the Grace Hopper cocktail. Um, Ooh, what's so in I it? just, just wanted to a, a quick mention. So Grace Hopper uh, was a Naval um, officer and she was also a computer scientist and actually the, the computer code that she developed is still used today in like applications and stuff. So just wanted to, wanted to like, you know, give, give a, a heads up and then like kudos to an amazing woman in history. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> that is so cool. Now. Okay. So Grace Hopper. So now we know a little bit about her, but what is in the drink? <laughs> uh, okay. So in the drink, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember if I have this correctly, but it's, uh, there's pineapple and bourbon mm. and maybe a couple of other ingredients. So it's, it's something that my husband, he's like, he, he's into mixology. And so he created that. And, oh, I love it. But we just wanted to like celebrate um, her because I feel like awesome. women are just not celebrated enough in, in technology in general. So no. I'm like, okay, I, I want to share this story. <laughs> That, that is, is so, so cool. cool. And you really, please find out from your husband, the because I love pineapple and pineapple with bourbon sounds amazing. So please find out the rest of the ingredients and send that along to us. And, yes. you know, <laughs> what I think we're going to have to like share this, share this drink uh, mix in the show notes. Yes. We don't usually do that, but I think that's an awesome thing. So Grace Hopper, we can all I celebrate know. her. Yes. We've got, awesome. we've got some bourbon. We've got a new bottle of bourbon <laughs> to break into. So I just need the pineapple. Yes. What else is in it and we'll, yep. we'll get it going. Please send that it. to I us. So, all right, everyone, you can expect in the show notes, the Grace Hopper. That is, <laughs> that is amazing. Well, okay. So now we know Grace Hopper. Now we're going to find out more about our drink that your husband has created. Now we're going to find out about you. Tell us a little bit about your journey and what it is that you do. Thank you. Um, so I am, like you mentioned again, Jesse, thank you for the wonderful intro. Um, I'm a watercolor artist and my background is actually in marketing and business. So I am a self-taught artist uh, and I always felt like the pull towards creativity, but didn't always pursue it. Um, but about four or five years ago, um, I decided to just give it a shot. And ever since, um, I've just been loving creating content. And especially I think right now for artists, it's such a great time to, um, to be alive because you can repurpose all the artwork you're creating and you can uh, create opportunities for yourself and also help other brands and businesses like stand out with their messaging. So I just, I just think it's such a powerful uh, and beautiful thing, content. I love it. Um, so you said about four to five years ago. So have you been doing um, like this art thing pretty much full time since then? Like, did you have a corporate job before that? Yeah, so I was in corporate and then I had um, a couple of years in an agency. Uh, and then as I was, I was still doing some freelance in marketing, digital marketing, uh, while I was kind of transitioning into more of an art and creative career. Um, so yeah, for the past two years, it's been full time. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, you know, the show you know, hence the title is, is all about content creation. And 
you know, many people talk to us about how to create it, how to leverage certain platforms, Facebook, Instagram. We talk a lot about that blogs. Also, Kate is, you know, our, our in-house blog expert, but we haven't had anybody talk about LinkedIn and that's, no, you know, this that, is first. that really drew us to you. So why, why do you think LinkedIn is kind of like, at least in our opinion, from what we've told you, like kind of left to the wayside? Why does Instagram and Facebook kind of take center stage when we think about like digital platforms? Yeah. Especially when it comes to creatives, I feel like a lot of business people still focus a lot on LinkedIn, but like creatives, like, you know, Jesse photographer, me blog writer, like, I feel like, yeah, that's the last platform we think of. Yeah. Okay. I'm just so excited to talk about this because I, I truly was one of those people who thought, well, I don't think LinkedIn is right for me. Um, when I started my journey towards a creative career, I was so heavily focused on Instagram. It's such a visual platform. You know, I'm a visual artist, content creator. So it, it, I thought that was the right place to be. And and in a way, I, I, I don't regret it. I think it still was great, um, a great experience. Uh, but with time, I just had uh, so many different people that I respect and admire entrepreneurs that were encouraging me to start showing up on LinkedIn. And at first I'll be honest, it was, it was very awkward because um, most of my connections were like people that I knew from corporate world, from the agency world. And I I thought, well, it'd be so weird. How do I start just talking about my art now? And like this new journey that I'm on. Um, But I'll say that with time, it just became more comfortable because I just started showing up as I do on any other platform. It's just about of uh, the the only difference is is maybe having a different type of content, maybe adjusting it a little bit. But for the most part, um, it was just about, you know, repurposing kind of the same message that I was sharing somewhere else, but just going maybe a little bit more in depth on LinkedIn. And um, to sorry to answer to actually answer your question, I think that um, LinkedIn has been lagging a little bit with the content creation, but over the last few years, they've been investing heavily in in bringing content creators onto the platform. And I'll say that it's not as saturated at the moment as the other platforms because everyone is like you know I feel like is very responsive to like visual content, like quick, quick things that you can see, um, consume. Um, whereas on LinkedIn, there's, there's a ton of people using it, but not a lot of people are actually creating the content, uh, on there. So it's a lot easier to stand out at the moment and, you know, kind of build your brand, either your personal brand, um, or your business brand, whichever. Um, so yeah, there's like so many opportunities with this platform. It is so smart to get in kind of, I mean, I mean, we know LinkedIn has been around for a while, but in terms of it now being a little bit more welcoming to creators and not as many people on the platform in that creative sphere, it is a, it is always a good idea to kind of get in on that bottom floor. So when did you start, you said, you, you know, you were kind of ignoring it and then you were, it was suggested to you to start using. So how long have you been using LinkedIn to kind of share that creative yeah. content? Yeah, um, I'll say that I started paying attention to it about two years ago, and I would post, you know, here and there. I wasn't very consistent, uh, and then I found out about their Creator Accelerator program that was uh, late last year, or it was mm. it was like September October, um, and 
I applied for it because I thought, well, this, this is awesome. They, a, a whole program for 10 weeks where they get to coach you and, um, and pay you to create content. Like how, how cool is that? <laughs> so I applied and I was so grateful to get in. And ever since then, uh, well, part of the program was, you know, to post consistently. So of course I've had to like up my time on there. Um, but I've just noticed that uh, it, it just felt a lot better being on that platform in some mm-hmm. way um, than on Instagram, for example. And uh, I'll, I'll be totally honest, like I was addicted to Instagram. Just It's just like <laughs> such a like fun Are place to be, you know? Yep. <laughs> I'm sure you guys can relate to that. Um, but overusing it, I, I noticed that um, I was just kind of feeling, you know, a little bit deflated at different points. Like it was just like kind of impacting my mental health, not, not in the best way. Um, so I know it's, it's kind of like, it's important to be intentional with whatever we're consuming and where we're hanging out. Um, but I, I just wanted to mention like when I was using LinkedIn a lot more, it just, I don't know, the vibe was different. It, it didn't yeah. feel like I was constantly being, um, yelled at, you know, by, by all these like different messages, like buy this thing, buy this thing. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Now, yeah. so I know this wasn't something we had mentioned in our questions, but this creative creator accelerator yes. program. Okay. So is mm-hmm. that kind of like what Instagram's been doing with, you know, paying people for reels and stuff like that? Is that the yeah. idea? Yes. And do you know who, I mean, I, this is getting a little off topic, but do you know, like who's supposed, who can apply and yeah, that kind of thing? Like just in case anybody listening is interested in looking into yes. that. I am like super encouraging right now. They opened up this uh, program to India. So, and, and, and just to like show you how, how serious they are about this. Um, so the first cohort was a hundred people that were in this program and that's, that was just based in the U S next cohort is in India and they opened 200 spots. So, so they're going to keep rolling out this program and it will definitely come back to the U S at some point. Um, I'm not sure when, but I would just be on the lookout of, um, there's a page called LinkedIn for creators, Uh, on LinkedIn and they often share um, kind of their updates and and where they're going and when the application process starts. So I, especially if you're a visual content creator, I just like cannot recommend it enough because it it is so, um, like I said, not saturated and your content will absolutely stand out. Now, do you mind me asking you how, do you know how much you have made from being in the content creator yeah, yeah, of course. It's, I mean, it's public knowledge. Um, they paid okay. us $15,000 for this 10 week program oh, to wow. create content. That's fantastic. And did they, yeah. so you said they, you, they wanted you to post consistently, mm-hmm. you know, wow. And it was content to cr- created for, to help your own brand or was it content to support some other initiative that they had? Uh, no, it was honestly like we all pitched ideas uh, for the program. And then based on those, pe- they people got selected. Yeah. And uh, I love that they, they did such a great job of picking people from all kinds of different backgrounds and industries. So it was a very diverse group of people. And um, there are a couple of other artists that were in the program. So it was like really cool to connect with them and see how, how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, I, I can't remember how many millions of dollars it's also out there somewhere in, in the public space, but um, yeah. they're investing 
a whole lot of money uh, into into creators. And it it just was like such a, it's been such a great experience. So refreshing. And I guess my favorite part is just that I, I was myself. I am being myself. Like I'm not, you know, in any way um, more like corporate-y or Mm. I don't know, more serious than and I that's definitely be. what you would relate to LinkedIn is more yeah. that corporate, like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I feel like that's up. totally the stigma. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So what type of content performs best in, in your opinion or like are better fit for LinkedIn? We've kind of, we kind of addressed the fact that we've kind of thought of it as like this buttoned up platform as yeah. a creator for, for creatives, what content performs best? On well, I think of it too, as like, I, I, you know, we create content for Instagram. That's like, it's like a photo or a video. Yeah. And like, how does LinkedIn differ from that perspective? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say it's, it's similar in some ways. So um, one thing that LinkedIn has right now is uh, polls. So you can like ask questions and give certain um, like options and then people, you know, we'll vote for whatever. And those seem to perform really well, um, just from my experience of sharing them. Um, and then another thing is um, carousel posts, which, I, you know, same as on Instagram, you can upload those. They're a little bit different. It's you're, you're uploading a PDF document and it's like every page is a slide essentially, but same format. Um, and then um, short, short videos also do pretty well. Uh, but I would say like, um, another thing that I really like about LinkedIn is that you don't always have to create content in that way. So if you're really busy, but you just have an idea or some advice you want to share, you can just, you know, type it out and add a couple of hashtags and then people will resonate. So if it's, if it's something that, you know, is of value uh, or whatever it is that you're speaking, you know, speak, speak your mind, maybe offer an opinion that's, they're, you know, different from most people just kind of stands out and people notice and start engaging with that. Again, it's so refreshing to hear because this has been complete news to me. I don't know about you, Jesse, but it's been complete news to me that you can, you can do this kind of thing with LinkedIn. And most, you know, we've touched on this. Most people think about LinkedIn as a way to share articles um, and post their resumes. You know, I think that's kind of how LinkedIn started. It was the it was the way of posting your resume and your accomplishments to an online space. You touched on it a little bit, but how how can creators best share their materials to the platform? Is it essentially like a time like is it like Facebook where it has just like a timeline and you can share your materials to that timeline and people check it out? It very sim- yes, it's very similar to that and. Um, another thing that I, I wanted to share is like, I feel like the LinkedIn platform is a little bit more stickier than others in, in terms of mm-hmm. like, if you post, if you made a post like three weeks ago and someone new discovered it and they comment, it'll kind of bump up that post again into the visibility of the platform. That's just something that I've noticed. Um, so it doesn't feel like your work that maybe you put a lot of you know, if you if you have a piece of content that you worked really hard on and maybe it didn't get enough traction at first, it can still get visibility later on, um, depending on like who's interacting and if they're commenting. And then if they're commenting, their network gets to see it, gets to see that person's comment. So it's kind of like amplifying, oh. um, you know, the content in a way that I don't really see happening in, in other platforms. I know on Instagram, especially, it's just so hard to 
Um, well, it, you know, you can comment on someone's post, but it doesn't mean like, <laughs> you know, people will, your people in the network will see what you're commenting on right. necessarily. And so Sounds many like, times that can just get lost. Yeah. Sounds mm-hmm. like the algorithm is a little bit yeah. different than in the way it allows posts, maybe that, you know, shelf life is a little longer. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned hashtags, so you can use hashtags and, and, yeah. and I see, I didn't even know that. <laughs> You could lose hat. So is that how people are when, if, if somebody was to find something that you posted a couple of weeks ago or whatever, is that how they're finding it? Is that through those hashtags they're able to search? Yes. Yeah. You can search for hashtags and you can follow them. So uh, oh. for example, one, one of mine is um, hashtag illustrator and uh, I follow that hashtag and you can also see how many posts were added uh, or are under that hashtag. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you can go through all the posts, um, engage with people, or whenever someone posts a new thing, you can, you, you'll immediately see it because it's, you know, it, it's telling the platform that, hey, I'm interested in following up with this particular trend or hashtag. Now, other than the creator accelerator that you, you were part of, have you been seeing kind of a return, a return on your investment of time into the platform? Like have more people been finding you and, you know, you've been kind of gathering steam in terms of your, your book and any clients you may take on? Yes. Yeah. I am so grateful for this opportunity to, to like be in the program, but also use it as a way to promote my business and grow my career. Um, I, I just, yeah, it's, I, been getting a lot more clients and visibility. And honestly, like since I started posting consistently um, in the last 90 days, I I just looked at my uh, metrics. I had like, I showed up in um, like thousands of searches of people just like searching keywords. And that's, you know, my profile has come up. And um, I want to say it was like around 90,000 profile views, wow. which is like wild to think because I've I never think I gotten, get 30. <laughs> I, I, I've never gotten that much on any other platform. <laughs> so do you incredible. say that you actually get, I, I guess we can safely assume then that you get work from yeah. leveraging the platform. So, you know, yeah. I'm a photographer and I run a course and, you know, right now my main digital platforms for marketing are Instagram and, and Facebook, mostly Instagram and, you know, I, I definitely get leads from that, but I also have been boosting my SEO and Google. And so um, would you say that you currently like focus on LinkedIn as far as like making it a priority for your content creation? I think of like when I'm creating content, I'm thinking, okay, like I'm going to start with this topic and I'm going to like write an Instagram post. And then from there, maybe I'll translate it to a blog post. And then, you know, obviously I'll cross post it on Facebook or whatever. Like, do you kind of think about LinkedIn first as like the top of your, and then, and then go to everything else or, or how, how would you say you do that? Yes. Uh, I would say, especially after being in this program, because, you know, well, I've had to based on my contract with them, I've had to make this a priority, but going forward, I will absolutely prioritize LinkedIn um, just because I've seen what it can do. And I'm like constantly trying to reach out and connect with people that I want to work with in the future. So, you know, if someone is like, like one of my dream clients is like Jenny's ice cream, you know, I'll go and like, look up who works at that company and, you know, try to send them a connection request, introduce myself. And not even like, uh, I hate when people like do cold pitches and LinkedIn messaging that that will happen. Um, But my strategy is just to like, 
connect with people and over time build that relationship. You know, with me posting consistent content, like whenever they'll log on, they'll see it right there because there's not a lot of other artists or content creators in that way that are that are showing up on there. So it definitely stands out. And I just feel like I've been trying so hard and like I've burnt out on Instagram so many times. And I keep coming back to it because I just love love that platform. But um, I just, you know, I'm trying to like be a little bit more strategic with my time and more intentional about um, the place of, of like where where do I think that my business can grow? And, um, you know, I, I focus on food and beverage clients. So they're all on LinkedIn and and the people on LinkedIn are usually the ones that have marketing budgets and, you know, budgets to like hire me. Um, so that's kind of, that's my strategy going forward. Now you mentioned the fact that, you know, you're, you're focusing on the food and beverage industry and they're all on LinkedIn. So it, it can be, you know, it can be such a different platform than other social media platforms. How can we decide if it's like, you found that it's worth your time because those are where your clients are kind of living. How can we decide if it's worth our time to grow our audience on there? Is it, is that kind of an, integral part of, of your journey, your client journey? Um, I would say, uh, really like anyone from any industry is on LinkedIn. So it's just a matter of like, if you want to build your network where, um, you want to, okay, sorry, (laughs) let me take that back. I'm trying to think. So it would depend on what you're trying to sell. Right. So mm-hmm. I, th- I do, I do still think that if you're a product-based business, Instagram is probably and Facebook are probably the best places to be, but at the same time, like you can repurpose a lot of the content that you're already sharing on LinkedIn and either build your personal brand, you know, kind of stand apart from the business and just share. Um, I don't know, like, I hate to say thought leadership. I just really hate that. Like, like <laughs> those two words is like not me, <laughs> but I don't know a, syn- a, a better synonym of describing that, but like kind of building your brand in that way. Um, and, and then if you are a service-based business, I uh, truly like think there's so many opportunities of just, just figuring out like who could benefit from um, for example, like Jesse, you mentioned you're a photographer, right? And if you, um, I, I don't know, maybe you wanted to branch out and do uh, like corporate photography uh, for just headshots for people because everyone's on LinkedIn and they want you to want to look good. <laughs> so maybe like that could be um, just kind of like trying to think outside of the normal of who who could be my client um, and trying to expand and, and see, well, is there an opportunity for that on LinkedIn? Yeah. So I actually do business like more branding, like personal branding photography. So I, I feel like I've not leveraged LinkedIn. Like I probably could because could. I do work with personal brands, some product-based brands and some more, you know, corporate companies, you know, I guess you could say it's like the, the vague way to say it, Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I certainly, that's why I was so interested in having this conversation because I really feel like I just, I'm at a point where with my time, I need to be very strategic with how I spend it and do, you know, picking the right platform that has the biggest bang for the buck. And I do feel a little bit of Instagram burnout lately. And yeah even though a lot of my audience is there, you know, I need to start really having a better strategy in place on where I should focus my efforts. And so, um, 
I did have a question on that is, and it has to relate to a little bit of maybe why I've been hesitant in exploring other than just the time factor is like, and Kate kind of mentioned it and we highlighted a little bit is this idea that it is such a, like, it feels very corporate and it feels very like suit and tie, you know? So how can we as lifestyle brands or brands that are not so corporate or professional, maybe they're a little bit more casual, whether it's a personal brand or other, feel comfortable on a platform that has historically felt so corporate? Like, is it just like getting over it? Is it simple as that? Or do you have any tips on that? Because I think, I think you're a perfect example where it's like, you know, watercolor is fun and it's beautiful and it's, it's not stuffy. Like you're not, I would, you know, wouldn't think that you would be dressed in a suit and tie doing your art. So maybe you can speak a little bit about that. Yeah. Such a great question, uh, Jesse. So uh, my advice would be um, to really work through that mental block because I've definitely experienced it myself, but I also found that something that helped me was um, connecting to other more creative like people that are not say, you know, not are like in the finance industry or like things that are totally like not my jam <laughs> and, and, and trying to um, just like either follow those creators or um, connect with them. And, and just, I guess by seeing what they're sharing, it'll kind of encourage you to be like, okay, this is like a safe space to be myself because look they they just shared um, a quick video of their trip to the museum and all the different artwork they experienced. And like, and I think ultimately it's important to remember that people on LinkedIn are still people and they want to like feel relatable or related to. Um, so if, even if you feel like you're sharing something vulnerable, like a life lesson or something like that kind of stuff tends to resonate even more so than, you know, when you're sharing something like, here are five tips for your to increase your <laughs> blog views or something like that, you know? Um, so it's just, just kind of like working through that blog. Cause I, I totally understand. Like, I, I also felt very like, Oh, um, what, 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 why would I be on LinkedIn? I'm an artist. This is so weird. Like who would ever like pay attention or even, you know, but it's, I, I found that people are so receptive to that. And, especially because on LinkedIn, you don't see a lot of like the feel good and like unexpected stuff that usually is hanging out all on Instagram. Um, people really appreciate and resonate with that. Mm, those are such good tips. I really, really I think, liked it. Yeah. No, I think that what we're hearing, Jesse, is it, it definitely can't hurt to like, you know, help be on this platform, you know, mm -hmm. even though it may take a little bit more time, is she saying repurposing the content is pretty easy yeah so why not just kind of give it a go and share it how before before you know before we wrap this up how long did it take you to realize that you were growing kind of this this following getting to that ninety thousand? like how long should people give if, if they're thinking oh you know what i'll i'll give it a try mm -hmm. and see what happens how long do you think that someone should should say, give this a try before they look at it and say, you know what, it really isn't worth my time or, Hey, this is actually something that is going to work out for yeah. me. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, I would say give it 90 days. Um, it, it just you, like you do, you do need to show up consistently on there. What would be um, consistently just before you was yeah, it like um, daily or I would say like at least four times a week. Mm -hmm, okay. 
Um, and don't like, don't be shy of posting on the weekend either, because there surprisingly are people that are still on LinkedIn on the weekend, <laughs> which is very different from Instagram because they're always saying, you know, oh, Instagram's kind of a dead, dead thing on the weekend. Yeah. So that's nice yeah. to hear, especially <laughs> since sometimes that's the only time we have mm-hmm. to do anything like that. Exactly. Okay. So 90 days and try to post four times a week. And basically you can just be repurposing that content. So yeah. those are kind of easy easy ways to get started on the platform. Uh, I also wanted to add, like, I would also recommend try to engage with other people's content as much as possible too. Like maybe, you know, uh, you could spend like 20 minutes a day, just like logging in and just leaving some thoughtful comments on people's content. And that usually definitely helps like, because people, other people, again, will see your comment, they usually will follow. And even, even if you're leaving a comment on, uh, for example, like Gary V is on LinkedIn and he's, he's got, you know, like his content goes viral and tons of comments. Um, I sometimes like to like go in and if I have something that I could share and add on to what he shared, um, I'll just like type it in. And, and a lot of times people will like, you know, will like what you're saying. And then they'll like, that will get a bump up bumped up in the comment section, which is another way to like increase your visibility. And, um, you know, people will just notice right away that you're commenting and they'll, they'll have the opportunity to follow you, uh, or connect with you. Those mm-hmm. are great tips and easy, easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we like on this podcast, yeah, easy exactly. ways to do things. Yeah. Well, Volta, it has been amazing talking with you. And again, I feel like this is one of the episodes where I've learned the most because I really didn't know much about LinkedIn mm-hmm. at all. And I've been on the platform for years. So thank you so much. That's no, really encouraging. Learn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where can people find out about you and you know everything that you do? Thank you so much, Jesse and Kate. I'm so, so grateful to be on your show. Again, thank you for this opportunity. Um, so people can connect with me. Well, I guess I'll give in my LinkedIn um, plug. It's Volta Voloshin Smith. I'm on there uh, pretty often. Uh, I also hang out on Instagram and uh, my my handle is Colorsnack and my website is colorsnack.com. That's the name of my business. And that's where you can find all about my animations and illustrations and in the books that I'm working on. <laughs> mm, I love it. I love it. Well, this has been so fantastic. I'm really excited yes. for our listeners to enjoy this episode and take um, take the time to think about LinkedIn and whether or not creating content there is good for them. Yeah. And you've given us some really easy ways to get started. So thank you so much. Thank of you. I was happy to share. Thank you so much. <laughs> so I feel this like sense of like, oh, I'm not afraid like of Dawn LinkedIn. Over I'm not, head. Yeah, I'm not afraid of LinkedIn or it doesn't seem as much of a beast in, in mm. a way. You know, I always just always, I mean, I'm on LinkedIn, but I yeah. don't really use it. And I guess I always just thought it was more about the corporate culture. So I was really excited to have our conversation with her as an artist. I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting because as an artist, how do you, where do you even begin? But she gave us some great tips and insight onto how the platform can be leveraged. And super simple because, you know, Mike can, let's like, I know that your focus this year is kind of simplifying your process and kind of getting back to basics and what actually matters in your business. So, and, and I'm doing something similar you know, as I said, I'm still trying to build my business and other episodes. I've said that, but you know, I'm still trying to figure out, well, where am I wasting time versus where am I spending it wisely? And I think that we all need to take that into account, but 
it is true that it's very simple. And that's something we've talked about, you know, before is repurposing content. And, you know, there's nothing keeping you back from sharing. You know, I, I do blog posts three times a week. There's nothing wrong with me going on to LinkedIn and, you know, sharing the link to that blog post on mm-hmm. the timeline because mm-hmm. it's, it is, it is enough, just another place where people might see my, my thing. And although I don't blog about things, maybe somebody in the corporate world would be interested in necessarily professionally, you know, maybe they're planning a trip or, you know, they want to read some crazy mishap I had well, with Ariel. And I mean, there's probably some opportunity to reach out to travel agencies. Yeah, or- very true anything related to travel, like, I don't know, private jet companies, they fly into Hanscom. Well, okay. 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 (laughs) I'm yeah. I like this idea a lot now, you know, no, but I just, I think that it, I think the biggest thing outside of the box. Yeah. (laughs) I, I think that the biggest thing for me is that it is just easy to press that, that button to share something Mm -hmm. and, you know, giving it the 90 days. I can do that. Yeah, I can give it 90 days and see what comes about. And, you know, I play and I play around on my phone enough anyways, you know, what's wrong with me instead of, you know, take maybe take five minutes away from Instagram time and put it into LinkedIn and see what happens. Mm-hmm, you never mm-hmm. know. You never mm-hmm, know. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's something we all need to consider. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, let's give it a go, Jesse. Thanks mm-hmm. for listening to, to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community. I guess we're going to have to try and make a LinkedIn community at some point, but mm-hmm. not right now. We'll see. We'll see down the line. You can also check us out on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. I am Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at Fashionably Kate and Co. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos or at the Brand Photographer Method if you are a photographer looking to get into branding photography. Make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. Mm-hmm.